1: Hello, Master Plan World. Welcome to our latest episode. It's great to have so many of you out there listening. I'm Chloe Thomas. I'm the creator of the Ecommerce Master Plan. I'm an author, speaker, and advisor, and I focus on solving your e-commerce marketing problems. If you've got an e-commerce problem you would like my help with, then head over to ecommercemasterplan.com/solve, and there you will find details of how to get in contact with me to solve those problems. This episode is sponsored by the email marketing platform that's a favourite of many of our guests, Klaviyo. Klaviyo accelerates momentum for e-commerce businesses and does it in a fast, reliable, scalable and cost-effective way. See why over 7,000 innovative e-commerce brands like Brooklyn, Taylor Stitch and Bonobos sell more with Klaviyo. Learn how they're doing it at clavio.com forward slash e-commerce dash master plan. Let me introduce you to today's special guest. Stephen Wright is the founder of Microbikes UK. They're the ultimate one-stop shop for performance kids toys. He launched the business in mid-2017 and is already on track for a six-figure turnover this financial year. That means he's currently doing around £10,000 per month. Hello Stephen, how are you doing?
0: Hello. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very well. I'm, I'm happy to be here. It's um, a good experience for me, definitely.
1: Cool. And it's um, it's quite the story you've got. You're already hitting some, some good numbers. That I know a lo- lot of our listeners would like to be hitting. So I've just given them that very quick overview of where you're at right now. But how did this journey start off for you? How did you get started in e-commerce?
0: Um, well, I'm, I've always kind of been into digital marketing Um I was quite fortunate enough to, to land a job in digital marketing. So I spent a few years kind of learning the, the, the systems and, and how the industry works and, and really kind of get into grips with, with the, the things that help convert a, a landing page or, or an e-commerce store. Um, and whilst I was working in the industry, I decided I was going to set up an eBay store. Mm-hmm. Um so eBay was the my first kind of venture on my own to to learning how e commerce works and then, after that, I decided i'm going to do some research in finding products that are going to sell really well um I came across ride on cars originally
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then I came across midi quad bikes, which I knew that a lot of people weren't selling at the time, especially especially the big boys um so I decided I was going to build a business around that i spent about six months building a business plan, doing some research, finding keywords uh, suitable, uh, and then MicroBikes was born. And um, eighteen months later, we're, we're due to do to do six figures. So it's um, yeah, it's really kind of exploded very quickly.
1: Nice. And it, do you think that your background in digital was has been important in making things uh, making things so successful so quickly?
0: Yeah, I think the the technical aspects of being able to design and and implement a store and, and really think about the unique details of, of of running an e-commerce website has really helped. Um, and then of course the, the marketing side of things. So thinking about funnels, um, so remarketing, um, that kind of stuff as well has really, um, allowed me to, to really ramp up, um, some of the, some of the products that I've been selling. Um, and then of course, when you're thinking about ads as well, that kind of stuff goes hand in hand with the, the technical aspects and also, and also thinking about funnels. So a lot of the, the revenue we've made has been, um, because we've done really good SEO and really good remarketing. Um, so we have had a lot of repeat customers. Which is good. So a lot of customers who who buy more than one item, um, uh, we do upsell a lot of stuff as well. So, we're, for example, we will sell a quad bike and then we'll sell a helmet with it as well. Um, so that really really helps our average order value and, and really helps hit our numbers.
1: Very cool. You mentioned about 20 things there I'd like to come back to later. So we'll see how many of those we'll get to fit (laughs) in. I'll slow down a little bit. Oh, no, no, it's good. The more the merrier. Um, But before we get into all of that, let's just explain a little bit more about the business as it is now. You're clearly in the UK. Um, Are you selling overseas as well or just um, in the UK?
0: Um, It's just in the UK at the moment. Um, Because of the size and the weight of the items, it's very difficult to to ship these products overseas and um, so we we do focus on the the uk mainland um i say mainland we, we include scotland and you know highlands and and, and the, the the islands as well um but yeah we we do focus on the the uk mainly because of logistics reasons um but that's not you know we we will, we will think about europe as well in the future
1: Oh, cool. And I, I love that Highlands and Islands is a phrase you understand if you work <laughs> in our industry. And if yep. you work in our industry in the UK, you completely understand what Highlands and Islands means. <laughs>
0: yep. That's a, it's, it's a weird thing because um, Royal Mail are happy to to ship to those areas at the same price that they'd ship to the UK mainland. But whenever you're dealing with private couriers, it's it's a completely different story. So you find that what it costs to to ship it to say Birmingham, it costs almost double to, to ship it to Northern Ireland. So mm. um, we do have a, an issue with that, but we we are very transparent with the customers, so they they at least they they know they're going to be paying a slight a little bit extra for, for shipping.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure you, you could describe the Royal Mail as happy about that. It's part of their <laughs> charter, isn't it? Their universal yeah. delivery. They have no choice. If you're in Shetland, it's still the same cost to send it there. Um, but before this turns into a postage rant. Um, <laughs> What platform did you choose to set up your shop
0: on? Um, well, I originally set the the shop up on Shopify. Mm-hmm. Um, Shopify is by far the the easiest e commerce platform to use. Um, it's very simple to, to design on. There's there's plenty of good templates out there that you can use. Um, there's a lot of plugins that work well with Shopify, and um, we use quite a few. Um, plugins to to kind of help us automate a lot of the processes that we that we use. So yeah, Shopify hands down was was um, the the number one choice for us.
1: Cool, and it's where you still you still are now.
0: Yep, yep, still still with Shopify.
1: Cool. Anyone who's listening who has yet to give Shopify a try, you can get a special offer if you go to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash Shopify. Um, so you mentioned then that you've got various things plugged into your Shopify. Any any ones you particularly like to recommend to the listeners?
0: Yeah, I mean the, I mean one of the first things we wanted to do was have an abandoned cart series, so we installed a plugin called Conversio. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be called uh, Receiptful. Um, it's it's recently changed, but what that does is. That it plugs into your, your store. And um, whenever a customer adds a, a particular product to the cart, um, and they go to the checkout, they leave their email address and they abandon that cart we will then send them a series of emails reminding them that they can still purchase the item with discounts. Um, so that's one of the, one of the plugins that we use that has proved to be very successful for us. Um, other plugins include, um, shipping cost calculator. Um, mm-hmm. so obviously, as we explained earlier, um, we also use a plugin called fire push, uh, which is a notifications plugin. So basically, when a customer visits the, the store, um, They'll either accept or decline push notifications. If they accept, then we'll be able to send um, promotions directly to their Windows desktop. So if they are on desktop, then we can send them push notifications with with deals and, and promotions. Um, and then there's a, there's a few other plugins that we use as well that that kind of help with the upselling. Of, of products so we use um uh, a plugin called bold which allows us to sell a helmet with a quad bike or sell a personalized number plate with a ride on car um so that really really um ramps up our average order value
1: nice and um the browser push notifications that you've got set up with uh, with fire push yep are you finding those are effective because I'm, I'm finding that's kind of one of those things that um a bit like email was 20 years ago people are scared to do it but once they've done it it's great is that been your experience
0: yeah I mean it's it's I I like to rather than it being kind of very direct it's more of a remarketing tool for us Mm -hmm. so we want to hit the customers at every area that they're at um and at the moment the only way we can do that when they're not on the website is through push notifications um so that allows us to to kind of, we get a lot of inquiries through them. So if we have a promotion running and, and someone's not on the website, or they're not on their email or they're not on Facebook, then they will have a way to communicate with us. Um, so in that, in, in those terms, it is, it is a good idea, it is a good plugin that we use. Um And I would recommend it. It's fairly cheap as well. It's it's a free plugin. um, So you don't have to worry about, you know, paying £50 a month for it. Um, So for us, it's worked really well.
1: Oh, cool. Good to hear. Uh, okay, and you say we, the team. Who who are you? What have you? Um, how many of you are there? And what are you outsourcing?
0: Well, I mean, I mean, I say we, but it's it's, it's mainly me me driving <laughs> driving most of it. I have a couple of virtual assistants working mm-hmm. for me, so I have uh, a team who answer phone calls. Because of the nature of the products, they're they're quite big and they're quite bulky. A lot of people want to call and inquire and, and kind of get a bit more information on them. Um, they do require uh, some, some maintenance now and again. So I've hired a team who will answer the phone call. Uh, mm. They're basically uh, stuck like a switchboard kind of thing. Um, they'll take the call. They'll answer any questions that I've given them on the FAQs. Um, if they can't answer it, then they'll forward it to me and, and I'll deal with the customer. Um, I also have a virtual assistant- assistant as well who helps me with some customer service through zendesk and and also she helps me upload new products um there's always new products that are that are arriving so we're we're always kind of scrambling to to get them get them on the website. Um, so yeah, they're, they're, they're the, the, the two virtual assistants that I, I use at the moment, but it's, it's fairly automated. Um, the, the whole kind of, uh, logistics side of it, I, I've managed to automate through limb Work, So I, I don't have to put too much time into it, which is, which is quite good.
1: So that presume, I'm presuming therefore that leaves you to focus on finding new product and, um, marketing.
0: That's right. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, marketing is, is mainly is, is my strong point. Um, so it's it's through Google AdWords mainly. So Google Shopping. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the the main area of revenue for for micro um, and that's set up through the Google Shopping Shopping app on Shopify. Yep. And then it's all processed through Google Merchant Center, um, and then all all done through Google AdWords. Um, so again, we use remarketing for that. So we build audiences with remarketing and we retarget those audiences with google shopping ads so even if one of our competitors is is bidding 50p for a particular product on shopping we can still bid 10p and reach the customer that visited our, our website before so it's very handy and and we get a huge huge return on investment for that
1: it's something which i don't I think not enough people do. Um, for those of you you listening, what we're talking about is remarketing lists for search advertising using Google shopping campaign adverts, okay? That's correct, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so what that is, is you take an audience of the people who are on your website, and then you use that in the search results, so on Google search results, to yep. be able to put your ads in front of a more targeted audience and because your quality score is going to be so much greater because they've previously been to your website and all the rest of it that's how you get to pay less for it and it's something which i'm so pleased to hear you saying it's a tactic you're using because it's something i've been banging on about for i think about two years and i think you're the first person who does their own adwords who i've ever come across who's using it (laughs) so um so could you just evangelize about it a bit more please
0: yeah that's that's fine i mean it's 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 one of those things that you kind of think, do I do I really want to be competing with with someone that has a budget that's you know three times the size of mine? And, and the answer, one hundred percent of the time, is no. Um, so my first thought was, how do I get around that? Yeah. And the first thing to think about was if I can drive traffic to the website and then target those. Customers or those potential customers with my ads—that would be the best way to do it. So in the beginning, uh, we we did spend a little bit more on advertising, just to drive that traffic into the funnel. So you've got to get started, some traffic in the first that's, place. That's you? that's right. Yeah, you, you need to get visitors to the store in in the first place. But once we had that traffic going, we were able to to build audiences through analytics, um, Google Analytics, and also through our AdWords shopping um and then we'll able to show those ads more often to those people that were more likely to buy um uh, i mean that, that's that's something that google google preach as well i mean they they they're very big on kind of putting ads in front of people that are more likely to buy um so we've created four or five different audiences so we've got website video uh, visitors we've got um add to carts uh we've got people that have visited certain product pages as well uh and we like to kind of refine what we Um, advertise to them so we will advertise the best performing products so we'll increase the bids on on products that are working well we'll decrease the bids on products that are not working so well and so we'll really refine um, how our shopping works because it it brings us so much revenue that you know it's it's, it's almost 50 to 60 percent of the revenue we're bringing in at the moment
1: nice that's an impressive performance it's and it's it's something which I think is showing the benefit of having learned the digital marketing channels in advance, where you're able to really hit yeah. the ground, hit the ground running horrible, horrible phrase, but, um, or frequently used phrase, I should say, but, but how, but that's the thing. I find a lot of people, they start their businesses and they don't play to their own strengths. They're like, like somebody in your situation would go, I must get good at content marketing. It's like, yeah. well, well, no, not if you're great at that. Then uh, you know, at the AdWords side of things, then use the adwords first, and then learn the others once you've got those sales coming in. So it's really nice to hear that you've taken taken that approach to it all. Yeah,
0: that's that, that's right. I mean, it, it was always going to be a kind of find a product that's that's not taken over by, for example, Tesco's, and and really um, ramp up the the. The marketing in in terms of like how it's done um compared to how the competition are doing it um and and what I found is that the competition uh especially in this space are, are very kind of um handyman in, orientated um they're not really marketers so I, I thought it was a good opportunity for me to to come in and, and really show off kind of thing
1: <laughs> i like that and i like lo- i do like the fact you said it uh, said right in the very intro part that you would were- you approached this business by looking at the keywords as well yeah. as looking at other areas it wasn't just what's a cool product it's are there keywords I can make this work on is the where's my marketing route in not just where's my product
0: yeah that's that's right I mean at the moment we're we're ranking on the first page for, for a lot of the keywords we originally set out to rank for. So for example, kids quad bike or, or mini dirt bike, we were, we're ranked on the first page for, um, and we really kind of refined all of our, our SEO and, and a lot of the SEO is, is fairly basic. It's just, is just very time consuming. So, you know, all, all the image tags all the, the meta descriptions and meta tags and stuff that's, that's been around since 2007. um, And then we, we done a lot of things in terms of adding our, our product reviews onto the, the, onto the SEO engine, Mm -hmm. search engine, sorry. Um, and doing a lot of stuff in Google search console, making sure we don't have any duplicate, duplicate descriptions or, or anything like that. So there's a lot of, um, refinement that, that was done on the product pages to, to make them rank for, on the first page for those keywords. And, And it just helped that there wasn't, any massive companies that had been there for 10 years that were already kind of stuck on the first page so it gave us some room to to breathe.
1: i think that's really interesting because i was i was wondering how you managed to make such a dent in seo quite so quickly because often it you know it's it's years of building links and all the rest of it but but you would say the majority of your seo success has come from getting the stuff on the website right
0: yes that's that's correct i mean it's it's the, the, the way I see it is, I mean, there, we we do have some competitors that have been around for a, for a long period of time and, and do have teams in place, um, but. I think some of the competition we have don't necessarily have the, the, the marketing team in place to, to really sit down and refine all of that, all of, all of those details. And um, I think it was helpful coming from a digital background because from the beginning um, during the business plan, I, I was thinking about the, you know, how URL is going to be presented, you know, how the images are going to be presented and, and what kind of things we're going to use in the scripts um, uh, to, to make it rank better for, for SEO.
1: Excellent. Okay. Now I want to kind of move off marketing a little bit now okay. um, because you have a very high price point for, on your products um, compared to, you know, most of the people listening have got something definitely sub a hundred pounds per, you know, average order value, whereas yours is up in the several hundred pounds levels. How has that changed the kind of messaging you've been using for customers?
0: Um yeah, you, you, you're correct. Um, I, I did think to myself that at one point, probably my my products were too expensive. I wasn't going to sell enough of them. Mm-hmm. Um, with regards to to the way we message, I mean, it's 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 a desirable product for for kids. I mean. Mm-hmm. Parents want to impress their kids. They they want to, you know, on Christmas, they want to buy them something that they're going to be really excited about. They're, they're you know, they're really going to enjoy. And um, and at first look, our products are those desirable products. Um, so that's how we try and position ourselves that, this is something that is an investment for your child, and and this is something that is completely out of the ordinary. It's not the usual toy that you're gonna gonna purchase from Toys R Us, and um, even are they still around Toys R Us? Are they? Oh,
1: I can't remember. We were never quite sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but um, yeah, so we wanted to position it as uh, that kind of product that you know, if you want to get your 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 son into motocross, then we're we're the guys to come to for for them to to get into that. Or if you you know, you want to get your, your son into or your daughter into riding quad bikes, then we're the, the company for, for you to come to, to, you know, purchase that product. So we, we wanted to position it in a way that it was desirable for children. And we, we reflect that in, in our graphic design. We reflect that in the quality of our, our product pages and the quality of our website. And um, so we wanted to give that, that kind of um, that image.
1: And I noticed as well you're, you've got finance options on there. I think you've got Klarna yep. and um, an interest-free option as well. That's that's right. Yep.
0: How important um,
1: have those been to getting people over the payment line, as it were?
0: Well, is, that is, has been one of the biggest benefits um, is bringing on Divide by and, and also Klarna. Um, Divide by, especially because they're they're um, interest-free and they're instant as well. And they've got a 90% acceptance rate. So yeah. um, that means most of our customers can purchase through divide by, um, and it allows them to pay over a six month period. So that has helped for our, our more expensive items. Um so we have a, a few quads that are on there that are over, over a thousand pounds that we, we get a lot of customers who who want to put that on finance. Um, but surprisingly, a lot of our customers just buy outright. So, um, it's it's happy been happy days, quite frankly. Yes, it, it is. I mean, I mean, divide by we've only had them on for for about four or five months now. Um, so before that, we we were just you know credit card or PayPal, um, and a lot of people were, were purchasing that way anyway.
1: And then the the last question I wanted to ask you before we get into the top tips was around dropshipping because you are a dropshipper, um, yep. which I'm guessing is it's kind of you know given the products is. Uh, And the no brainer option because of their size and the logistics and the fulfillment center sizing and all the the complexity of that and the cash flow and all the rest of it. Are there any other, you know, are there any, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to ask you that there are a lot of people out there who want to take the dropship route. And it's a very different route to the buying the products and shipping them yourself route. Are there any kind of tips you'd have for anyone who's heading down that dropshipping route to make it as successful as possible from day one?
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the, the first few tips I, I, I give is find a supplier that's going to be reliable. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've used many different suppliers for these products, some more reliable than others. Um, if we find that the the supplier is is not as reliable, then we will tend to phase them out gradually, um, because of the nature of the products. Um, so that's that's my first tip: is to find a supplier that you can communicate with. Um, whether you've, if you've got any questions with regard to the products, you know they're going to respond to you within twenty four hours. That's 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 essential.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the second tip would be to find products that you can mark up well and make a decent profit on. Um, mm-hmm. The thing about drop shipping is that uh, a lot of products will have maybe five to ten percent gross margin, and you have to sell a ton of them to to make a profit. Um, for us, we find products that are going to be making us thirty percent minimum um, gross margin. So we're we're looking at two two hundred and fifty pounds profit per item that we're selling. Uh, which means that we don't have to worry about the numbers um, so much, and we can focus on, you know, creating a good experience for the customer. So, um, there, there are my two tips: is is find a reliable supplier and find a product that's going to give you um, some good profit as well.
1: Excellent advice. Okay, we're now going to go into the top tips for more excellent advice. But before we do, here's a message from our lovely sponsors. Whether it's being able to execute marketing ideas you didn't know were possible, or bringing to life the ideas you didn't have the tools or resources to do before, Clavio makes it possible for you to level up. You can try it for yourself at klaviyo.com forward slash ecommerce master plan. Okay, I love the top tip section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. So Stephen, the first one is the book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend?
0: Ooh, that's, that's a tough one. Um, probably the book that sticks in my mind the most, because it was the first business book I read mm-hmm. was um, Richard Branson, Like a Virgin. And um, that was a great book. Um, it was one of the books that inspired me to to really um, think about business as as a career.
1: Excellent advice. And I think possibly the first time that one's been mentioned remarkably. Um, okay, the traffic top tip. Which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves?
0: Um, well, I'm going to do a, a U-turn and say that Facebook advertising is probably the the marketing method that everyone should be using at the moment uh, whether it's e-commerce or, or business to business i think there's a there's a lot of scale um available on facebook advertising so i'd say that
1: good advice um the tool the top tip maybe a collaboration tool a social media plug a phone app or just a way of working is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day
0: um yes if you're in e-commerce, um, especially dropshipping, if you can manage your your inventory levels, then I'd recommend a tool called Limworks. Um, you can basically uh, plug in feeds into Limworks, which helps you manage your, all your inventory better so you don't have to worry about what's in stock and what's not in stock.
1: And then the growth top tip. If you met someone today who's focused on growing their e-commerce business from one hundred orders per month to one thousand, what would be your number one tip for them?
0: Um, I guess have a a good strategy and 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 really kind of focus and be determined to to push it through. I think I think motivation and, and determination are, are, a, are a key factor in a successful business.
1: Oh, so true. Um, if you're not motivated, you are never going to get there. Uh, okay, Masterplan World, you can find those top tips and links to everything else we've been chatting about in today's episode by heading over to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast, where you will see a link to this show. Um, Stephen, before we say goodbye, could you please let the n- listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social media?
0: Yep. Um, the website itself is www.microbikes.co.uk. Um, we're also on, on Facebook and we're on Instagram and, uh, and all the links are available on the website. Um, if you're interested in, in speaking to me about anything um, with regards to marketing, then um, you can get me on sright140888 at gmail.com. I know it's a bit of a mouthful, but you can, you can find me there.
1: Cool. I'll add links to all of that and everything else we talked about today in the show notes. Masterplan World, you can find those at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast, or just go to the website, click on the podcast tab or use the search box. Stephen, thank you so much for being on the ecommerce masterplan podcast today. You've been an awesome guest. Thank you for having me. It's been brilliant. So thank you very much. That's all right. How interesting to hear Stephen's story there. I love the way that he took the skills and abilities he'd learned previously to starting up his e-commerce business and focused on those in order to A, decide what he was going to do and B, build it out. Lots of good tips from him there. And um, I hope you have all enjoyed that one. Do let me know what you think by joining in the chat in our Facebook group. You can find that at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash Facebook. Have a great week